0: Episode 18, The Main Event. Hey, let's get it. back for another week of the main event. Yes, it's me, your homeboy, your partner in crime, the man for whatever reason wants to make this rhyme, Jermaine Parker. <laughs> I'm the host and co-creator, uh, and when I say co, I mean me and the Lord created the main event to bring to you weekly blessings, so blessing upon blessing upon blessing. Happy Sunday, fun day to all my friends out there in the world. And you could be anywhere in the world but you chose to be here with me and man I can't say nothing but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, seriously, uh thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh for all my listeners. Um and um I say that like I've got thousands and thousands of listeners. Uh it's it's you and my mom, truly. Um, and I'm not really quite sure why she listens to me. But uh no, seriously, uh thank you and um that's why The Main Event has started doing weekly giveaways. And all you have to do is go to my website, uh, com and subscribe to the podcast through the website. And just leave a comment on post uh, on the website or you know, any anything I post on, really. Uh, as long as you're a subscriber... And, uh, you're leaving a comment, you're entered for a chance to win. And this week, uh, sort of like last week, well, last week was different because I didn't have a winner the first week I tried to do this. Um, so last week I just kind of combined weeks and, uh, I made a $40 prize, uh, to give out and, uh, iTunes gift card for those that don't have iTunes, uh, feel free to, uh, DM me and, you know, I can do cash app or whatever. And uh get you your prize and stuff, but same thing uh the reason that I uh do this subscription to the website besides the fact that I have to pay for my, <laughs> my own website, and uh um uh, social media tends to have a lot of people that follow unfollow follow back um and I can nitty gritty kind of see what's going on with my website. And see who, who really is a subscriber. So, you know, uh, people to subscribe and how long you've been a subscriber. I got all that information. That's one of the, the great things, uh, about WordPress brought to you by WordPress. Um, and that, that's how I, I do my, um, my website through. Um, uh, in fact, um, uh, speaking of that, I'm, uh, trying to put the, the finishing touches on, um, just, uh, and I, I don't, I am not the master of podcasting by any means, uh, but obviously I, I, I've got my own little podcast going, so I know something. Um, and what I have, um, well, I'm very much willing to put out there and trade and stuff. But uh, I'm actually finishing up a little bit of how to podcast, how to support podcast, and uh, why I do the things that I do for my podcast. Um, like I have a media host um that i send all my uh stuff to because one day i think i'm gonna blow up and um and that media host uh will allow uh, man it could take as many downloads as you can throw at it um so people can enjoy the podcast and not shut my website down um how i have my setup the equipment i use uh, all the equipment and stuff i use is on the website um if I don't have something on there, I'm going to be updating the website here in the next couple of weeks anyway. Uh, and make sure that stuff's on there. So yeah, check that out. Um, like I say, uh, 2019 is going to be a, a, a big year for the podcast. Making sure that I'm, I'm coming to you weekly. Um, and uh, just trying to expand out um, some different things. And, and nothing happens overnight. And that's actually kind of the, you know, every week there's a underlining theme to the podcast. And, um, uh, I, I, I was debating about what the title of this podcast would be. And I'm still debating about it. So I, you know, I, w- I was going for, uh, um, a get over it or, uh, I'm going to get my shit together. Um, maybe I'll just put them together. <laughs> uh, I need to get my shit together so I'm going to get over it. Um uh we'll see. We'll see at the end of this, uh how that goes. But um and that's really uh from a personal leadership and uh and then business kinda un- the underlying theme for today is uh getting your shit together. Um you know, personally, uh, I'm still out here in Oklahoma, yay. Uh, got a little, man, I'll be back home in five weeks. Five weeks now. Uh, down the last five weeks here. Um, everything's going, uh, well as far as my academics and stuff. So, um, you know, happy to get back home and, uh, uh, happy to sleep in my own bed. But, um, I was actually on Facebook um a little while back and uh one of my friends uh put a post up and uh he is a six-month-old uh son and he was uh lamenting about fatherhood what what i kind of identify as kind of modern modern fatherhood and how he loved his son and everything but you know he just wasn't you know six months in he's, I'm, I'm I'm not sure if I'm I'm doing this thing right because one of the main things that kind of caught my eye and I it really resonated with me was that he was talking about the fact that he got up in the morning his son was asleep he went to work came home maybe got an hour or two interaction with his son before he was back off to sleep again um depending on because he had rotating shifts and stuff, but depending on how long he worked and stuff, maybe he didn't really actually see his son awake for days at a time and was kind of just questioning, you know, man, am I I doing the right thing? Am I being the best father that I can be if I'm not really spending that kind of quality time uh, with my son? And I'll be the first one to tell you, as somebody who has um, traditionally for the last of uh, hand, golly, I, uh, I worked full-time at the Air National Guard for almost 10 years. Um, and uh, as, a, as a GS employee and the way that my life was set up uh, as being the only uh, real income in my household, um, I worked. I worked all the time. Um, I would get up. I'd be at work before my, my girls got up and I, by the time I got home, uh, they would be asleep. Um, actually, when, <laughs> one, one year, uh, filing taxes, uh, my ex decided to go to this, this place that I didn't really approve of, but went anyway. And, um, uh, the, the tax filing service. Like an H R block, but you know, just eat some something jinkier than that. And um uh, the woman made a comment about me being able to come in and sign the paperwork and stuff. And she's like, "Well, I don't know if he get by here because you know he works like you know, uh, twelve to sixteen hours a day." <laughs> this woman who did not know my ex at all looked there and said, "Honey, no man works that long. He cheating on you." <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and l- luckily, um, uh, I, my work as it is, um, was kind of easily, uh, accountable. I was easily accountable for my time and stuff. So she knew that wasn't the case, but because she came home and told me that, and uh, we both kind of chuckled about that, but, uh, there are a lot of people today that, uh, are forced to work. Um, a lot longer, um, than a normal eight hour shift to try to make ends meet and stuff. Um, and, it's, and I, I think a lot of times we as, uh, adults think to ourselves, man, or, man, I gotta be fucking this up. Uh, <laughs> should I be home by now? You know, why am I working so hard? And, um, that, that's, that's been a question uh, for myself, it, it sounds like it's, it's not just me. It sounded like there was a question, uh, from a partner and it was kind of wondering, you know, because, you know, you, you, you want balance in your life. You want to feel like everything's whole and, it, and it's balanced out and stuff and you, and you're looking for it. And so when I talk about getting your shit together and getting your mind and, uh, you know, really getting your mind right, um, it's something that t- literally today I had to say to myself, you know what, I am going to get my shit together. I got to get my mind right, and I, I got to get back on track and pushing forward with the things that I know need to be done um, in order to get to the places that I want to be and have the things that I want to have. Um. And so uh, I would say to my partner, you you're doing the right thing. You're paying your bills. You're being responsible. It's just what it is. Um a lot of people I think that was one of the things that um kinda came to the surface um uh, during the government shutdown. And like I say, I was a, a, a GS, a federal employee for almost ten years at the uh the Guard, so uh and I went through a shutdown in two thousand thirteen. Um, not getting paid, not knowing the shutdown was gonna be over and stuff. And obviously this was the longest one they ever had. These guys missed two paycheck and stuff and you know, it was just kind of ridiculous some of the comments that I heard um <laughs> about <laughs> just go to the grocery store, they'll work it out with you. Oh, Willie really now. Oh, I didn't realize, huh. My Harris teeter is not working out shit with me for some damn groceries. Uh they will barter money with me. Uh, but that's it. And, um, but a lot of people, like say, are trying to, uh, stretch their time and, uh, just trying to make ends meet. That's why I was talking last week about a lot of people, um, even if I give you strategies of things to cut out, there's some things you need. Some people just work and they don't have anything to cut out. There's absolutely nothing, um, for them to, to cut out, um, you know that's why it's 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 so funny when I hear people um, talking about um, uh, minimum wage. I, um, and we, we talk about living wages and stuff that's going on. I'm sorry, I was actually fucking my calculator and got in trance for a second. Um, but, uh, I hear people talking about minimum wage and stuff like that and how much is enough for somebody to live off of. And, um, I, 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 I hear the, the number of, um, $15 an hour, uh, being thrown around. And uh, and and so I, I sit there and I go, well, yeah, fifteen dollars an hour. It sounds uh, kind of reasonable. If you work forty hours a week, fifteen dollars an hour—that's really just six hundred dollars um, a week times 52 you're talking about thirty one, thirty 2 um that's why i'm sitting here fucking my calculator i can't do math in my head sitting here embarrassing myself and stuff but uh anyway yeah so i'm sitting here and i'm thinking about what people had to do and how little money that really is $30,000 for uh, somebody who's probably trying to support a family and stuff and this is when we start talking about things like uh, housing and affordable housing, um, which, you know, kind of gets you to, to, to my lanes that are real estate stuff. Um, and there are a lot of people, you know, and I talk about passive incomes, um, and trying to get to that point and, and, and people want to sell you a, um, uh, pipe dreams or quick fix things uh, for that that's why multi-level marketing has been always been so popular and stuff because it's pat it's it's a it's a vehicle for passive income or it's supposed to be um, where you do a little bit of work over here and um, you get a, a a return while you're not really actively mining it uh passive incomes like uh, like putting crops down and you know you water and feed them and stuff but you're not like you know, not every day, every day, every day, every day, eight hours a day on it. You get to go do something else. And then you come and you reap your reward. You pull your crop up later. Um, and uh, one of the, the better ones that uh, I said, of course, was getting rental property. And I know a lot of people that's just like um, for average people, like I said, it, it was a highlight through the shutdown and stuff that a lot of people live check to check. And so how do you live check to check and save money, um, to do stuff like buy property or invest in, uh, ventures or companies and stuff or, you know, and where you're not sitting there working 12 to 16 hours a day trying to get ahead. And, and, and for some people, that's just, just, that's just it. Um, you know, I, I talked about myself, um, driving Uber, trying to make a little extra income and, um, but being able to find the time to do that, you know, that's the good thing about passive income is that um, most of us trade time for money. And so passive income is one of those things where we do something and then we set it aside and we hope the money comes in. Like writing a book. Um, I started writing, and it's so funny because I actually pulled out um, the pages that I wrote uh, for the book. Um, I started last year and just hadn't got back to. And so I pulled them out this weekend. And I was looking at them. And I was reading. I was like, man, this is actually kind of good. Like, man, I, <laughs> I'm not really quite sure why I didn't finish this up. So that, you know, that's one of my goals where I leave here the next five weeks is to kind of sit down and pound that out and, and get that book out there and put it online. Uh, it'll be on Amazon. Uh, I hadn't come up with a price yet. I mean, it's not going to be expensive, uh, cause I just don't think it's going to be that long. Um, but, I'll put it out there, you can independently publish yourself um on places like Amazon. So if you got something that you want to write about, it could be anything. It could be short stories, it could be, you know, so it doesn't have to be like you have to be the the end all be all mastery of 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 finances or stuff like that. I mean it it could be on 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 hair. You know what I mean? It could be anything. There are a lot of creative people out there who aren't doing themselves uh, any justice by not expressing themselves through that medium. And, um, I mean, in this day and age when you can literally go to your phone and research just about anything you want, uh, being able to figure out how you can publish yourself on Amazon uh, is an easy thing. And um, I would just encourage people. Um, that's just another way. Um, like I said, I got a pretty good lawnmower. All I need is a trailer and I can start cutting grass. Um, but again, that's time for money. Um, what's really the heat is when you can, uh, get a trailer, uh, a truck and, uh, uh, get enough clientele where you can actually hire somebody to take on it and only you just take a cut of it. Um, and even though you don't get most of the, the money, uh, you're not doing any of the work. You just had to invest in the startup of that business. So, I mean, little things like that. I mean, that's kind of where I want to uh, go in life. Um, who knows if I get there. Um, but as I was saying to myself today, I got to get my shit together and I got to try. Um, I, I know I won't succeed and I won't get there, whether it be financially or personally where I want to trade, um, I don't want to trade out my time for money anymore because I want to be able to, to spend more time with my girls. Um, and I think a lot of people do. They want to be able to spend more time with their families. And like say, when we, we looked at people in, during the shutout, we realized that a lot of people are dependent upon their primary source of income. And everybody should have a primary source of income. Um, and whether that's uh, uh, your business or you work for somebody else, your employee and stuff, you got to have that primary source of income that you depend on. But... Um Again, as the shutdown showed its it 's good to have secondary sources of income coming in that kind of help you out when things go awry and and, thing, and things don 't go as planned um, but like I said, just you know personally um um when I was reading that post and i was I was thinking about that, and I really identified that because the same thing happened when my girls were small um I was definitely out of the guard, and the the way it worked is I was a federal employee. And I got to play military at work, so I'd spend eight hours at work, and <laughs> uh, work at my regular job for seven thirty to four, and then for like four to ten, um, I'd go into a military status, and I'd fly at night and stuff, or I'd go work our drop zones or uh, whatever, and, um, and and sometimes not even for mon for monetary compensation, uh, sometimes it was just time for time. Uh, with a what we call comp time because I couldn't make overtime as a federal employee, not in that job um uh, make overtime as a federal employee um so as 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 i as i as I move past that and I encourage other people to move past that um I still do say that um if you can uh, for the for the beginning of the season of your growth and development. If you can find the, uh, you can spend the extra time that 12 to 16 hours trying to grind it out, trying to get some extra money and stuff. So you can save because that eight hours isn't enough. Like I said, even if you went $15 an hour, um, 40 hours a week, that's 600. That's 12. I mean, it's $1,200, uh, pay period 24. So by the time you get done with taxes, let's say it's two. It's probably nineteen, but let's say it's two. Um, you got to find a place to live, get insurance. Um, hopefully that your fifteen dollar an hour job either gave you, or if you got to buy it yourself, Lord help you. Um, so there's a there's a lot of things. I think one of the, the worst things this country has ever started to do is that we started to demonize people for being uh, sick and poor, um, for people being down on their luck. Uh, for not understanding that things happen to people, that a, a lot of people are bankrupt, uh, for health reasons and that drives them to the streets and stuff. And everybody doesn't have a uh, rich uncle to leave them a fortune, uh, type stuff to, to get them through. So, um, I think as we, as we move forward, I just think that we just have to be kinder to each other. I think there's so much division that, that goes on, uh, nowadays, um, and, and believe me, man, it's easy to get sucked up into all the negative stuff. I know that and even here recently with everything that's been going on in the news and, you know, ah, man, it's just so easy. I get sucked into it. It's just so easy to get sucked into it. But, man, you just got to get your shit together. You got to get your shit together and you got to go, you know what, I, I am the change that I want to see. Um. No matter how hard it is, I'm going to put one foot in front of the other foot. And it is a mental thing. It is something that you got to dig deep for, and it's inside of you. I believe it's there. I believe you can do it. I believe in you because I, I, I believe in me. I think I can do it. And if I can do it, believe me, I am not the greatest. <laughs> By no means am I uh, your role model uh, for uh, getting everything done. I just, I just, uh, just not. Um, I'm human. Uh, I am a man with sin. I am a man with faults. I am a man who has been fractured and broken. Uh, I do my best to get my shit together and, and, and get past it. But um, at times, um, my will is not strong enough to make it, and so I falter. Um, and sometimes it takes me longer to stand back up than other times. Um, but the it I, I, I'm here and I'm going to make a stand and I want you to make a stand with me. I want you to stand up and I want you to feel good about yourself and the way that you move. And I just need you to get your shit together too. And just make this promise to each other. We're going to get our shit together for 2019 and we're going to move forward. You know, like say, personally we're gonna sit there and we're gonna reevaluate uh our time and stuff. And so and I'll tell you this uh for perspective for your time. I have always considered time to be like a seesaw or scales. And so when I when we talk about balance of time and stuff, you know, you know, for you know, if I'm gonna spend eight hours here, I need to spend eight hours there. I need to spend a hundred dollars here, I need to spend a hundred dollars there and i think uh, like a lot of our disappointment in life it's based on our preconception of what winning looks like that that's how we before we go into anything we all we had to decide what it is what are our conditions for a win if i meet this this and this metric then i can consider a win but if i do this this and this it's a loss and for me that balance that seesaw balance for time and stuff always had me feeling like i was losing And it dawns on me that that's not really balance. Balance is more like a recipe because that's what life is. Life's like cooking it up. We're in the kitchen. We're in the lab. We're cooking up these plants and stuff. And I don't take a pound of meat and a pound of salt (laughs) and a pound of garlic and a pound of anything else and talk about that's the way I'm going to cook it up and stuff. The way you cook it up, the way you achieve real balance is by measuring and understanding the influence of things that you introduce into that recipe cuz the win is coming out with that with that that cake or that dish or whatever it is that you're trying to create and stuff and so if it is that cake that you're trying to put up and stuff you have to measure out and balance out your flour and your sugar and your eggs and your milk Maybe a little vanilla. Don't take it from me. I'm a horrible cook. But in this analogy, that's what I want you to focus on for your life is that you need to measure it out and think of that. That sometimes it's a pinch or a dash that's good. A little bit too much or something small is too much. And so does that mean that I can't play video games? No, nah, it doesn't mean that. It just means I might need a dash of that. Does it mean I need to uh, to read more? Yep, probably gonna need a a cup of that. Well, when it comes to spending time with with my family, what what do I need? Oh yeah, that's that's quarts, but quarts of that. We have to measure out, divvy up, divide our stuff, and figure out when we put it all together, what's what are we cooking up? And just like cooking. A lot of times, I can hand you a recipe, and you you follow follow it step by step, and you think to yourself, man, it's still missing something. Or maybe I I I missed a step in here. You know what? Maybe I'm not measuring this right. You know, in my mind, I was thinking half a cup. But maybe I only put three-fourths in there and I need a little bit more. Or maybe even if you fall absolutely down to the T, it doesn't come out the way that it tastes good to you and it's good for your life and your palate and stuff. And sometimes you got to add and mix some other things in there to make that thing pop. And that's what I'm trying to do. When I say get your shit together, I mean measure that shit out and make it pop. Bake your ass off. It's your life, and I want you to live it to the fullest. I really do. You know, I don't know if this is going to resonate because I know a lot of people, when they start getting motivational and they start talking about this kind of stuff, they're sitting in their cars and <laughs> making these videos. And I refuse uh, to do such a thing. <laughs> that's that's the reason I went and bought this equipment so I didn't have to be in my car driving down the road trying to be spiritual and shit not get a ticket not kill somebody else. Uh I'm going to sit right here and I'm going to come to you and I'm going to tell you what it is and what it is 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 that when you look at 2019 when you look at this possibility for you to invest number one invest in yourself. Uh When you invest in yourself, that's how you invest in your dreams. Everybody's not going to be able to run the race that you run. But you need to run yours. And you can. And you can finish it. Just get your shit together. Make a commitment to yourself that says, you know what? This shit's all in my head. And if I can control that, because I'm the one that controls me. One of the things I told... Um, one of my exes was, um, she was basically telling me how things would go better if I would just do what she told me. And I had to tell her, Hey babe, I'm a grown ass man. You can't tell me shit. I do whatever the fuck I want to do whenever the fuck I want to do it. If you happen to say, let's go this way. And I go that way. It's because I decided that I wanted to do that, but not because you told me to. And that's how your life is. You don't do stuff because people tell you to, you do it because you think it's in your best interest. Well, I'm telling you what's in your best interest is to listen to you, invest in you and move in that direction. Stop playing games. Get off your phone. Leave leave social media alone. Turn the TV off. Talk to your family. Be with your kids. Reach out to your mom and dad, to that sister or friend or brother or cousin that you had not talked to in a while and stuff. Make those connections again. This is what your life is. Now, I'll be honest with you, that was not really the point <laughs> and not the direction that I was trying to go in uh for this podcast. But, damn it, it fell on my heart and said, I'm going to share it with you. But truly, truly, I say to you, Those are the kind of things that are important. You only get one life every day. Tomorrow, you can't get it back. Today, you're not going to be able to get that back. So at least tomorrow, start off with tomorrow and make sure that you're doing the things that you need to do. Get your shit together. And that's actually a great leadership lesson, too. (laughs) Spend spend all this in together is that when we talk about our leadership and stuff, we need to get our shit together. If you're in an organization and you don't believe in the values and principles and the rules of the organization, I suggest you get your shit together and leave. If you're not going to leave, I suggest you get your shit together and fall in line. So whether it's your business and you're setting the tempo for what your morality is, what the direction of your company is, you know, um, how long you allow yourself. I mean, just little things. How long do you allow people to stay on hold when they're trying to talk to you? How fast do you fall back up with people? You know, what are, what are your rules of engagement? Because if you expand and your stuff gets big, cause everybody, nobody really starts stuff with the idea that they want to keep it small. They all think that, you know, one day I want to be able to either pass this along to my kids. It's got to be big enough to pass along or I want to have employees or whatever it may be. Or if you want to have money, you're, you're, you're talking about, uh, making it bigger. Um, so. Whatever it is, you need to get your shit together and align yourself with it. Like, say, whether it's your shit or somebody else's shit, um, as, as a, as a guy in the military, one of the things that always kills me is guys that come in and they rattle against the cage, as it were, man, I don't understand. We got to do this. I don't like that, man. Nobody wants to do that. This is stupid. That's stupid. This stupid. Get out, go. You need to go or you can stay and get your shit together as a leader. We had to get our shit together because if your shit's not straight, how can you comment on somebody else's stuff? You got to make sure you're together. So you need to make sure that you take care of your finances, that you're taking care of your personal life, that you make sure that you've got your education uh, together, that you've got everything that you need squared away. Get shit together. And a lot of us, because we have been in so long, Like in April it will be 22 years for me um, in the Air Force, and after a while, you know, uh we come accustomed to things being a certain way and things are forever changing and stuff. One of the things I always say about retirement, uh, at least from my standpoint is is that there will be a point where uh this Air Force is not the Air Force and not even close to the Air Force that I joined in nineteen ninety seven and therefore it doesn't reflect my personal values anymore or the direction it's headed in, just just doesn't line up for me. Or you know, and and not so much I should say values because I, I I believe in the core values of the Air Force, um, but where I am in my life and with the demands of the military won't match up anymore, and it happens for everybody, and at that point uh there'll be a divergence and um I'll have to we'll have to go our separate ways, but until then I need to make sure I'm on board I got my hat on I'm driving this fucking bus where it needs to go and to get my shit together, um which is apropos for this because um, that's exactly on a training base, exactly what I'm trying to do, trying to get my mind right, trying to make sure i got all my stuff together and give out um, um, the mentorship that a lot of these young airmen need when I see them. And when you're in your day-to-day, um, you need to do the same. If you've been there and you see somebody else struggling and stuff, um, it's free. Your advice and your, your expertise are free. Give it to them. I mean, you can charge for it, but just give it to them. That's what they need. Makes the organization better, makes you better, makes everybody better around you. Just do it. You, you want the best team and you want to make sure you uplift everybody and make sure that they are achieving their goals and stuff. Like I said, um, I got five more weeks here and I'll be back home. And man, I know there's somebody looking for a house. Um, <laughs> and if you're in the Charlotte metro area, you, Definitely need to, uh, let me help you with that. Um, I, I'll, I'll keep saying it, um, and I, and I wish I got into this years ago. And even if you're not, uh, you wanting to get into being a realtor or you, you don't want to be a landlord, that's, that, I think it's a lot of times, I, um, that was my big thing early on was, man, I don't want to be a landlord. I don't want to do background checks and stuff like that and blah, blah, blah. Um, you need to get your a uh, good property management company that's going to take care of you. And, um, I'm, I'm just gonna throw it out there. Somebody you know, uh, is gonna be opening one up in the Charlotte area. Um, and hopefully, um, you'll give me that opportunity to sell your house. And if you're gonna do investment properties and stuff, which hopefully I, I kind of wanna niche into and, uh, find those good deals and stuff. Um, and get those contacts for contractors and stuff who can come in and do some work on a house, uh, and that you can invest in and get your money back out of and uh, get that passive income that I was talking about. That's what it's really about. I mean, for me, uh, being able to help people. Um, and that's, that's what I've done for the last almost 22 years in the military is, is uh, that servant leadership stuff. Even when I went out to California and was doing the contract work for the Forest Service, um, that was actually some of the best um, uh, stuff that I've done in terms of, uh, it's, it's what I call, uh, cutting grass kind of satisfi- satisfaction. Because when you cut grass, when you get done, you can see that, that yard immediately. You immediately get that feedback, uh, about how well you did and stuff. So there's, there's a lot of things that we do, um, that are processes is it seems mundane and you don't know whether you're in customer service or something like that. You don't know if you really, really got the person that c- hooked up to exactly what they wanted and stuff. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. But, uh, for me, being able to go out there and, and fly on that C-130 and do firefighting and, and see the problem, the fire, and see the results, uh, of that immediately. And getting to hear the stories of, uh, the people that you help and stuff like that. It's very satisfying work. And, uh, and, and that's part of the thing when I start looking into, you know, your, my big why for real estate, um, is that I really wanted to this wasn't a uh this isn't a venture for me to um to chase money or get rich I really don't uh, care about either one um for people from Charlotte and from Basewell road and uh <laughs> I'd, I'd be happy to live back on Basewell road uh, I really don't need a lot of things there's a few things I do need um but um it's it's that's that's personal stuff family. Um, but when I when I look at this opportunity to help people uh who are either first time homeowners homeowners who've never gone through the process before to help walk them through that and explain things out and make those those things that seem kinda complicated, very simple and they are. They can be explained to you like, no, I know it sounds complicated, but this is what they're asking for and this is why they're asking for it and these are the kind of things that are gonna help you and you know and I've I've said before, I mean you can go buy a house on your own. Um I could have went to buy a uh, divorce on my own too. Uh what I was paying for was somebody who was a professional who had my best interests at heart, who could walk me through the process and help me avoid the pitfalls and stuff. Um uh, and and that's what um your real estate agent is gonna do for you and that's what I'm gonna do for you. I know that's what I'm gonna do for you. Uh, is make sure that you The avoidable things That you avoid them um, To the point that You won't even know That they were there Because uh, I would Already taken care of that for you And already explained it away uh, For you And uh Kind of I, I believe education Is the biggest thing Especially with first time buyers Is being able to educate them On a lot of things and Okay Here are the steps And this is why We're going to do this And this is why This is important And stuff and being able to have access to lenders and stuff like that uh which is which you could like say you can do it on your own but who's your lender? <laughs> who's going to get you pre-approved? Um who's willing to work with you who knows? who can who can talk to you about your circumstances and stuff like that and um and that that's the that's part of the reason that I I chose to join the Keller Williams family is because they had all those in-house resources um, in in my office sits a lender. Upstairs, uh, in the same building, is the attorney that we uh, we like to use to close with. It's it's, it's just one stop shopping. Um, are, are there inspectors, home inspectors? Yeah, I'll, I mean, just whatever you're thinking about, uh, there's an end to it um, from that office, and and that's why I chose to plug myself into it. Uh, to be connected to all the resources without having to go develop them myself, uh, without having to go and trying to uh, figure out uh, every new relationship that I needed. There's still going to be uh, more relationships as I look for, like, say, uh, for con- general contractors and stuff who can help you with your homes if you if you choose to do investment properties and we find some stuff that's in need of some TLC before you can move somebody in there. Um, there's, there's that stuff I'm still working, but uh, overall uh everything you need to uh buy and sell a house. Uh I've already got the plug in. So like five weeks is your countdown, reach out to me. Uh shoot me an email. <laughs> shoot me an email and say, hey man, I was thinking about looking. I actually have my own personal app. Uh and that's the, the other thing, technology. Uh almost second second to none with uh Keller Williams. Uh I got my own branded app um that I can text to you. You can pull it and download that app. And, uh, you can look for real estate anywhere in the U.S. In fact, it's, uh, as I look for investment properties, I use my own app, um, to, to see what's on the market and see what's back home. And I do that from here and writing stuff down and, and, and looking at prices and stuff. I will say just a little bit for the, the housing market in Charlotte. Um, I think the, what, uh, I read like a week ago that the uh, housing supply, like there's a, uh, two month supply, maybe a little, a little over two months. Uh, in Charlotte, and that the total number of houses um, that are available are decreasing. So what does that really mean? Well, it means that if you're going to sell a home, um, uh, it's a supply and demand thing. supply is low, so demand's high. Um, uh, if you're looking to buy a house, um, you might get into, especially if it's a house that you walk in and you go, oh, man, this is an awesome house, then there's probably somebody else that uh, walked in that house, too, and you might have to... um do a little bit of competitive bidding and stuff, but that's where a good real estate agent will not lead you wrong and get you the right. Because you don't want. To over, I don't. I don't care what it, what it is. If it's if it's worth one fifty, it's worth one fifty. Um, and if you're willing to pay one fifty five for it, okay. But as a real estate agent, I'm, I'm going to tell you, hey, look, it's worth one fifty. Uh, if somebody else wants to pay one seventy for it, that's awesome. I wouldn't advise you to do it. Uh, because it's a house And no matter how perfect this house is We can always find you another one uh, That's within your budget and keeps you on track Because that's part of my job My job to you to help you make good decisions and stuff But um, Anyway Like I say, just getting your shit together Is kind of the theme for today the um, I had something else that I was going to uh, Talk about But I'll be damned if uh, if I can remember what the hell that was um man it happens sometimes it happens sometimes you know there's a lot of times i'll uh i'll do the podcast and then like a day or two later there'll be something big in the news i'm like man i should go ahead and record episode of the podcast to kind of correspond to whatever bs is going on and um and i i end up not doing that but that's okay um uh, I, I'm, I actually am kind of happy. I got to talk about um, you know, kind of making that commitment to yourself um, to making sure that your personal, uh, your professional uh, lives are, are are put together. That when you're looking for um, and and how to help with that balance that recipe, you know, it's some passive. I'm, I'm trying to tell you that uh, passive income uh is going to help you out with that. And uh so there's going to be some savings in there, some passive income um to get you where you need to be for the savings and stuff, but uh that's when you start when you stop trading your time directly for money uh by spending those extra hours like say i spend 12 to 16 hours a day working and stuff. And um that's just not good for your that that was out of balance. Didn't have to be uh 8 for 8, but it it the 12 to 16 um, was too much and so as you go forward as you try to find your balance and stuff um, just remember it starts with you investing in you making sure you're personally healthy uh, eat a little bit better trade out your trade out your regular milk for some almond milk little, small stuff small stuff make those small baby steps uh to make sure that you're doing what you need to do um to get through it. Look, I, I, I know I usually run uh, about an hour, but really, I mean, that's really what I want to hit you with today. That was the uh, the nitty-gritty of everything for the main event. And uh, again, contest this week, uh, make sure you subscribe to the uh, podcast on the website, www. www.theMainEventPodcast.com Check me out on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from. Remember, subscribe, like, share, be a blessing on this Sunday to somebody else. Let them know that you were at your main man, the main event. I gotta go, I gotta go.